On your Gaydar discussing all things LGBT, be sure to follow us on social media. It's at On Your Gaydar across all socials. Hello and welcome to On Your Gaydar episode number five. Sherelle, how on earth did we get here so fast? I have no idea, but time flies when you're having fun. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, um, it's your guide to the gay scene presented by me, Kayleigh Golden. And me, Sherelle Smith. So before we get this week's guest on, every single week we post up a question box on Instagram. So it's just your opportunity to ask us any questions, anything that you would like us to cover. Um, So should we answer this week's questions, Sherelle? Bring them on. So the first one comes from Ninudes, great name on Instagram. She said, can you please let everyone know to stay home and to stay safe? Everybody, stay in your yard. Don't come out of your yard unless it's essential and wash your body, wash your hands, wash your face and brush your teeth. Serious talk, <laughs> honestly. Um, another question from Mr. Underscore Abija said, are you part of the LGBTQ community? Obviously, I feel like it'd be very, very awkward. If we wasn't. That'd be very, very awkward. Our final question comes from an amazing artist called Sophie Liu. You should really go check out her music. Her question is, from regular experience, why aren't gay female relationships respected and taken seriously? Like, I feel like they move too fast. So the faster they get into their relationships, is as fast as their relationship is gonna last. Like their talking period needs to be a little bit longer so they can actually get to know each other. Would you say so? Because if I jump into relationships, I'm very, very guilty of doing that. And my relationships last a decent amount of time. Yeah. I think the reason why people don't take them seriously, it depends whether you mean within the relationship or outside of people looking in. One of the problems Mm. is lesbian relationships move very 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 fast as you just mentioned Sherelle uh, the amount of girls yeah. that I know who's been engaged about four times and they're like 23 it's <laughs> like come on chill out you ain't gotta get engaged straight away what is the rush yeah it's so true do you know what I mean and I feel like looking at straight relationships I don't see that happening as often yeah yeah, definitely. I see that. So maybe that maybe that's why there's a few people that when they're in relationships, I don't judge, but I'm just like, oh, another one. People might look at me the same yeah. because I'm a relationship sort of person. That's just the kind of person I am. But um, I don't know. I know a large amount of lesbians and literally about 75% of them have all been engaged and a lot of them have been engaged more than once. And it never ends up working out. So why not just take time and get to know who you're getting married to? Yeah, it's just, is it just me or is it really weird? I think it's weird. I think it's weird as well. I want to get married maybe in like about five years time to really just be able to get to know the person that you're literally going to spend the rest of your life with. The person whose name you're going to take. Like, I don't think that people actually think about it in that way. I feel like they just want that commitment from them. Yeah. In a way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think that you're right there. I think it's just the whole label thing and it's nice to look like you're engaged. It looks like you're taking it seriously. Yeah. You want to be engaged once. So don't propose to me unless we've been seeing each other been together for a long long time and we really know that this is what we want yeah that's so true why do you think that um 
that gay relationships... To be fair, I don't see it as much with boys. I think it is mainly lesbians. Yeah. Do you think that they rush into it so fast? I don't... I have no idea. Like, I, I personally... I feel like in the past, like, I have spit tea on myself. Like, because me and my mum haven't really been, like, very close, I feel like I used to be... I used to, like my partner used to be like my mom like that I depend on them a lot yeah so it kind of feels like like they it was kind of a lot of a pressure on the relationships that I've had in the past but no, recently I've learned just like how to differentiate partners from like you know a parent like stuff that a partner would do and stuff that a parent would do for you yeah basically I'm a spoiled brat <laughs> <laughs> I'm the opposite I kind of take it as I have to look after my partner because I'm like oh I have to be the one to cook I have to be the one to make sure I've got my finances but I think it's because I'm a bit of a control freak yeah I'm not really a control freak like I'm I'm the complete opposite literally the complete opposite I think it'd be interesting to get someone on if you have been engaged and um you rushed into it whether it worked whether it didn't work so if you have then please hit us up because I'd love to get you on because me and Shira have a lot of questions. Yeah. I think I might know somebody else. <laughs> on your gaydar discussing all things LGBT, be sure to follow us on social media. It's at On Your Gaydar across all socials. So this week on On Your Gaydar, we are joined by someone that we love going on nights out with <laughs> called Travis. <laughs> Hey. hey, Travis. <laughs> hey. How are you? I'm fine. I would call you like the king of the dance floor in Birmingham. I think you're the best dancer in Birmingham. Stop. You're casting me off. <laughs> <laughs> you're casting me off. I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Anyone that has me on Instagram would have definitely seen you shaking a leg once or twice on my story. Every time we go out. <laughs> yeah. I can't help. It's when I hear bashment, I can't help it. Yeah, I know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. So um, this week's episode is all about long distance relationships. I think it's important at the moment because a lot of people are on lockdown and they're not able to see their partner. Yeah. But you're used to that, Travis, right? Because you're in a long distance relationship at the moment. Like me. Yeah. Um, basically, I live in Walls and my boyfriend lives in Manchester. So I literally only see him like basically every weekend. Well, sometimes I like have a break, but like most weekends. Wow. So how did you meet? <laughs> Okay, it's a funny story. Basically, we matched on Tinder. Yeah. And then we didn't speak for a while. And then I think either one of us added each other on Snapchat. And then we both went out. And then we was both hung over the following day. <laughs> and then, you know, when you're hung over, <laughs> you just get, like, in the mood. So I spontaneously came up to Manchester. Yeah. And then... We've been stuck with each other since. Oh. Like literally, it was literally supposed to be like friends with benefits. Yeah. And then literally we started speaking and it started to be like more than friends with benefits because friends with benefits, you just basically want to, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But then it we started speaking more and more and then feelings just got caught and then hmm, here we are. Wait, so if you met, <laughs> Matched on Tinder. How wide was your location on Tinder? I know, yeah. Oh, it was very, it was very wide. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really bad. On Tinder, I met message people from like London. 
with distance, I really don't care because I've spoke to people from like Cheltenham and other places. So distance for me, I don't. Know. Have you been to Cheltenham? Yeah. Like, apparently, it's they have barn parties. <laughs> it's really posh though. Like literally, when I was, went there, I was like, I felt like I was the other one out because I hardly saw any black people. <laughs> So I was looking around thinking, where am I? Yeah, you ain't getting no bashment in Charlton. I'm so dead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that long distance, you know. Personally, I feel like I see my girlfriend more than I've seen any other girl that I've been in a relationship with. And she lives so far away. <laughs> That's exactly like me, Sherelle. Yeah, like I, I, put, I want to put the time and an effort to go and see her, should I say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit of a rewind, Shirat. Do you want to explain where you are and where Chantal is? I am currently in Birmingham and Chantal is in London. We've been together two years now. So what would you say the biggest issue is with being in long distance relationships? Not that we have lots of arguments, but when it comes to arguments, it's, you can't really like see, tell how he's feeling because over the phone, I can't really tell anything, if you get what I mean. When face to face, I can see like the meaning of what he's saying and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel the same, Sharon? Not really, because I've kind of got used to it now. Like I'm kind of used to like always being on FaceTime and like always messaging and stuff to the point where we've got like, like I just know what she's thinking and she just knows what I'm thinking. It's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a bit weird. <laughs> Do you know why I would struggle? I would hate to have to like stop my day to constantly be on FaceTime. You don't have to start. Do you know what I mean? I just constantly texting. Like I'm literally on my phone 24 seven. Like texting Chris. Yeah, same. Yeah. That for me would feel yeah. like a lot. I think that's where I would struggle. And I'm very needy. Yeah, I don't think that she could do a long distance relationship at all. <laughs> but now you've got a car, you know, <laughs> you might as well. If you love someone, the distance really does not doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like at first, when I was with Chris, I was like, I was like, mm, do I really want to get with him? Because like Manchester, like Manchester is the furthest relationship like I've had. Really? But I felt like, yeah, I felt like, mm. but then. The more I got to know him, and then it just the distance really didn't matter. Yeah, isn't that like quite a big financial strain? Uh, I can't even talk. A financial strain of having to constantly travel to see each other. No, because I don't pay for the train. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, with, with me and Chris, we're like, if I go up there, we pay like half train ticket, so he pays half, and I pay half. And if he comes down to Wolves, I pay half, he pays half. That's a good way to do it. That's a very good way to do it. And have you thought about, like, long term? So I know, Sherelle, you you've been thinking about moving to London. What about you, Travis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and Chris have already had this conversation about me moving to Manchester. <gasps> you moving to Manchester? No, I'm not. I'm not definite, but, like... You're thinking about it? We have it. been considering it, yeah. Because, like, I've either wanted to move here or Birmingham because I live in Wolves and there's literally nothing. Yeah. A bit of a side note. So as you said, you live in Wolves and I don't know how you live in Wolves because I feel like it's a teaser yeah. because you're so close to being able to go out in a main city like Birmingham, but you're still far away. Yeah, it's literally, like the trains are only like, I'd say 15 minutes to Birmingham. So whenever I'm out on the weekends, it's always, <laughs> you already know it's always in Birmingham. I can't stop in walks. 
Yeah. So how? So how? What do you do when nights out? Do you wait and catch the train back to get a taxi to stop at a friend's? Like, how do you do that? When I first started going out in Birmingham, I didn't really know anyone. I probably knew like one person, and then he lived in Wolves yeah. as well. So we literally got the train to Birmingham, did the miles in Giles Village, and then obviously Village shuts at eight. Isn't it? Is it out? Yeah. So, and the first train back to Bournemouth was like quarter to nine. So we literally quickly ran to Mackey's, grabbed some to and then got the first train back. Oh but now I've got like friends in Birmingham, so it's all fine. Oh my gosh, that sounds so long. If someone lives like in a smaller place, would you recommend for them to go and explore the city, like other cities? Because it's not the same experience being gay in a little place. Yeah. And Wolves, there's just literally nothing. No good clubs. I say it's good for like bars, but if you want to like, if you're gay and want to like explore, I'd say Birmingham's the like best place to go. Birmingham or London, I think. Same, it's a lot of fun in Birmingham and a lot of fun in London. Um, so obviously this episode again is about long distance relationships. For anyone that is on Tinder at the moment and they're like, oh, I've had enough of everyone in my city, like no one that I fancy, what advice would you give to them if they was considering a long distance relationship? Um, make the distance bigger on your Tinder. <laughs> oh, I'm so dead. Go out with your friends, go to different cities, just see what you enjoy. Yeah. And for anyone that is in a long distance relationship and they're kind of struggling with the distance, what advice would you give? Communication is like key in a long distance relationship. So I say just speak to them whenever you can. I do it all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd just say communication is key, to be honest. What would you say, Sherelle? Personally, I'll say if the person is worth it, the distance don't matter. Preach, preach it. <laughs> Travis, everyone that comes onto the podcast, we ask them two questions. Um, the first one is, what advice would you give to anyone that's about to come out onto the gay scene? Um, I just say, be confident, be yourself. Don't get yourself involved in mix-up because it's just going to get you into trouble. Definitely. Um, preach, preach, preach. Just live live your best life. That's the best thing you yeah. can do. I love that everyone that comes on, they go, don't get into mix up. <laughs> I feel like like coming from Wolves to Birmingham, as soon as I started going out in Birmingham, I just got involved in mix up. And I, don't, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> you can't help it, it just happens. Yeah. I feel like we're telling people, don't be involved in the mix up, but they're still definitely still going to get involved in mix up. Everybody does. It's in the air. I know, you can't help it. Yeah. Um, Shiraz, do you want to ask you a question? Do you have like a story like something that has happened on a night out like it can be funny it can be messy but with no names um it can um it can be it could be about anything just something that you've experienced <laughs> i've got a funny one it's not absolutely funny but it's i find it hilarious <laughs> basically i was doing the mouse thing gales as i do <laughs> and then i think i, I must have tried to do the splits or something. <laughs> and all the hell like, oh my god i think i there, you know. I, I think I was, I was there that day. <laughs> you probably was. I literally <laughs> ran to the toilet and I looked at me and I was like, no, this can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see me with like a jacket around my waist? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> 
Yeah, you was there. <laughs> we was. We was. Can't remember what time that happened. But yes. for like the rest of the night, I just had to have that jacket around <laughs> my waist. Yeah, if you're going to do the splits on the floor, just make sure you've got like the best possible clothing. Yeah, I think I was wearing skinny jeans. Just do the split in skinny jeans. That's why you always catch me in shorts. <laughs> you have to prepare yourself. And when you put on an outfit, you have to practice in the mirror to make sure you can rock off your back in that outfit. Otherwise, <laughs> it's not acceptable to go out in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, actually, I was going to say, I swear I've been to Urban Slaggett like, in cold weather and I've been wearing shorts. Yeah. You know what, Travis? You always have shorts on. That is so true. It's true. Yeah. You've got to, so put your shorts on if you want to brock off your back. Um, <laughs> Travis, thank you so much for getting involved and jumping on the podcast. Thanks for having me. And after all this, we're going on the biggest night out ever. Oh, of course. Um, make sure you go and follow the podcast at On Your Gaydar and we'll be back again on Sunday. Thanks. Bye. Bye. On Your Gaydar discussing all things LGBT. Be sure to follow us on social media. It's at On Your Gator across all socials.